It is episode 39 of Umpire Pants, and I'm doing my announcer voice. What? That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. We're doing good. Uh, we got one thing on our mind today, and it's Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where I read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. We have some oh, guests. Hints this time? Yeah, hint. That was the worst production hint. meeting. Hint episode. Well, we did it on the... The funny thing is, there's a recording of us that people will have heard last week of us discussing this that happened maybe 15 minutes ago. We literally and then talked we said about it, how that's And then that's we said it again. Doing. Yeah, we or talked about... Are you just... Um, <coughs> showing it up for the show she's showing it off no i want to talk about bill's pito i don't have a pito anymore (laughs) it just hurts a little bit he finally quit drinking pee right bill no comment (laughs) um so i have a couple did i tell you that mustard plaster yeah you did is a cure for gout who knew that that's good to know i knew that because you you told me last week on the show and also it was like the picture Okay. It was? All right. Yeah. What well, that was, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's just do hands. Okay. So, okay, fine. Vera chose number 27. All right. That's early on. That's going to be food related. I like the food ones. I'm going to aim for cars this time. All right. Go to the 900s. I've got a whole uh, refrigerator full of uh, salt water that I got off my beans. Oh, hell yeah. There's a jar <laughs> of it. In the morning, and I feel so thirsty later. I don't know how it explains it. But th- thirsty. It. Thirsty but healthy, right? You said 27, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Vera, this is really going to apply to your life a lot, I think. One way to conserve butter is to use bacon drippings on top <laughs> of casseroles instead of butter. We've done this one. We Same goes for one. frying potatoes. I swear we've done this one before. They've talked we about... We, we talked about putting bacon grease on top of a casserole. I'm positive. Because I, was, I remember saying... I know we have, but I don't think it was the same one. Okay. Sorry to freak oh out. God, really? This came up twice? In the co- okay. Keep going. Sorry. Well, so if sorry I just glance around the page, I'm seeing the word meat dripping, rendered chicken <laughs> fat. Like, I think it might come up more than once. But it was specifically putting it on a casserole instead <laughs> of butter. I remember okay. because of the assumption that you'd use butter. But continue Maybe reading. we didn't. That was all. That's it. Okay. One way to conserve butter is to use bacon drippings on top of casseroles instead of butter. Same you know goes what? for frying potatoes. Let's do our other one now. Because I don't think, oh, I think we did that though. one. Why isn't that crossed off the hint list? That's well, a good question. But it doesn't matter because we're going to do her other one. One. I just think it came up in a Kelly different context. Kelly thinks it's a different one. We can d- agree to okay. disagree. Let's do number... Uh, Don't make me read this whole book and find the let's other do, I know. Reference. Let's do number 91. Okay. That's her backup. 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 <laughs> I'm saying that because no one's talking. I know. Uh, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to fill the time, but I'm, I'm also uh, scrolling through my email looking for Danielle's email that I never responded to. Hey, Danielle. <laughs> Sorry I didn't respond to your email from a month ago. To make fruit go farther, <laughs> add cubes of bright-flavored gelatin dessert, lime, strawberry, etc. Pretty to serve in sherbets. To make fr- so to extend Did your you fruit, you make jello. Did you only read every other sentence? <laughs> no, that's it. Um, I'll repeat it. To make fruit go farther, <laughs> add cubes of bright-flavored gelatin dessert, lime, strawberry, etc. Pretty to serve in sherbets, and I am pronouncing sherbet as sherbet because that's how we say that's it. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, that seems oh. like uh, that's an odd way to frame that, which is to say, make yourself some Jello for din- for dessert. Instead of just saying that, they're like, "Hey, you could extend your fruit with some gelatin." As a kid. What? Uh oh, did we lose uh, mom? Cool whip on top. You can't hear me. No, you just broke up. I just heard you say when I was a kid. So can you say that again? Yeah, hold on a minute. Let me move my cords. Maybe I unplug something. Is do you have a, Do you have enough cords? Okay. I got yeah, that's yeah, medium. The seventeen, eighteen it's cords. Gonna, it's gonna have to do. Okay. Anyway, those little cubes of Jello, and then you put some Cool Whip on top. So there's actually quite no actual food in there. Well, that. but it's a way to extend your fruit. Is how this is presented. Is yes. that you, you can if you have like just a little bit of fruit, you can make some Jello, cut it up into cubes. Then you got a big yeah. bowl of fruit. You got a fruit salad going. You got like a half I'm a can. I'm confused about the, um, the sherbet part. Those are two separate tips, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's in the same thing, but it, it says it's pr- pretty to serve it in sherbets. In sherbets. Dishes? Oh, oh maybe. Oh, oh okay. I see. That makes that sense. That makes sense. I'm glad be, you added that's that. That's why mom's here. Uh-huh. Tell us what this stuff means. Yeah, because she's so old. She's like 100. She's like at least 100. 
Um, I'm also, and I'm very wise because now, I know, <laughs> now you guys know what a sherbet is, don't you? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. I but when you said it, it I knew, I understood it. The one right under that is a hint we've read before, and I, it reminds me that it's time to test this because it's pea season now. Don't add sugar to sweetened peas. It's much cheaper and tastier to cook peas with a few empty green pods. Oh yeah. So I think we. I was gonna do it, but we I need to do that and do a taste test when you get back, Mom. We'll do a taste test to see if you guys. I'm gonna do it. Plain peas, sugar peas, and then empty green pods, and see if you guys can tell which is which. You said it was a uh, pea season again, Kelly. Uh yeah. Yeah, when I got a real thirst going, it's always pea season at my house. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your mustard plaster. Ah. Uh, um, should we? I think we should do Danielle's, and then we can each pick one. Okay. How about that? Let's do one nineteen. That's Danielle. Yeah, she sent three, and we only did one of them. Okay. Okay. Many of the potatoes. <laughs> I my my mouth isn't working right. Potatoes. Many, many of the potatoes' most valuable vitamins and minerals are in the skin itself. Don't waste it. Eat it. I feel like we've done that one too. Maybe I just knew that. We no, we just do that. <laughs> everybody knows that. I don't think everybody, everybody does know that. Potatoes. I mean, Andrea thinks it's kind of weird. When I, I think maybe she does eat the whole potato, but I think the way I, I considered the outside of the potato maybe better than the inside of the potato was a little weird. It can be so good, though. <laughs> yeah, if it's like if it's yeah. crispy and yeah, like if you bake it. a potato and it's crispy on the outside, it's so good. It's weird to throw that away if it's cooked correctly. It's insane. Yeah, it's so good. I think we can just say anybody that throws their potato skins away should be locked up. I'm just going to, from, from now yeah, on, yeah, in the same bland definitely. prison. Yeah, just inside of potatoes. And also, as far as you can see, like I love mashed potatoes with the skins on if they're, um, if they're especially like a red or golden potato. Yeah. So we're all pro really potato skins. skins. On all potatoes. We like potatoes. You can, you in this can leave the potato skins on and it's fine. Yeah. 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 It's all good. It's all good in the potato hood. All right, one more. Number 23. All right. That's Danielle's last one? Yep. And everybody who's listening, we now have we have no more listener sub- submissions, so send more in. Vera and Danielle. Johnny. Bruce. Does Bruce listen to this? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. You have his contact information. I do. All right. Just speak sharply to him about that. Okay. Herman listens. He should send in a hint. Yeah. You should email it to us. You can't say it while you're sitting next to us in the hammock. Okay. To clear fat of sediment, unwanted flavors, and foreign ma- foreign matter, add potato slices to melted fat and fry until slices are brown. The potato will sponge up any extraneous flavors and most of the sediment. So, Danielle, I'm sure you have a ton of just fat sitting around. With sediment in it? <laughs> yeah. What kind of sediment? What are they talking about? I don't about? know. I think if you... I'm trying to picture this. If you I'm 120, so I know this stuff. If you're, I think if you're, f- you're reusing frying oil, like it gets sediment. So oh, is that saying, what they're talking about? You just fry a potato in there. Yeah, I think that's what then it's probably talking about. Throw away a perfectly good potato, you dumbass. I was it's waiting to hear if you're supposed to I eat the potato. I would eat that potato. I would eat that potato, it too. great. It has sediment. <laughs> like, it has I a bunch mean, of chunks of like crispy sound, meat in it. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like great. when you get something out of a fry basket that's not supposed to be in there when you get like a yeah. onion ring in a... Or like a chunk of like beef. I don't think uh, that works. I don't think that would work. I agree. I I've heard to add potatoes to soak up salt, so I think yeah. they do draw stuff into them. But I also but I don't think it would be I don't bring think chunks it would, of meat into it if I you're don't frying think it'll a potato. Pick stuff up. No. Also, that's kind of a huge deal to just like refry stuff just to clean your oil. Like that's like <laughs> yeah. really weird. I think I have a real hint. You can uh, pour it through some cheesecloth, or I think coffee filters will work for oil. It takes a while. There you but go. Yeah, I have to do it really that. slowly, but cheesecloth yeah. would be great. Um, yeah. Or you could just throw it away and start over. They are saying extraneous flavors, so maybe it does pick up well, I think the flavor. I don't know. Like if yeah. you're gonna, it, if you fry fish, you just have to get over it and not use that oil again. You don't make donuts in yeah. the fish oil anymore. Donuts in the fish oil episode title. (laughs) You're not gonna like it, but you can do it. Um. (laughs) All right, so uh, that's our frying. (laughs) And this book treats frying like as completely necessary, but also a very precious in terms of the uh, resources involved. Like, you don't want to waste like all your baking grease and stuff, but you you absolutely have to use a lot of oil in places that we wouldn't even imagine like the top of a casserole <laughs> like you gotta put a half a stick of butter on top of your casserole if you don't have butter use baking grease yeah, as opposed I, to like maybe just don't do it I make casseroles sometimes and I 
I've never heard of that. I don't feel the need to put any kind of fat on the top of it. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Or, you know what I do? I put cheese on it, on yeah. the top. Yeah. And maybe... I'm going to try bacon Maybe I'm a rich bitch with all this cheese yeah. laying around. And an excess of cheese. <laughs> I know. Um, That's what I always call you as a rich bitch with all a bunch of cheese laying around. That's how I describe you <laughs> to people who don't know you. I know. You notice how just on our kitchen counter, it's just cheese leaves it laying around. She doesn't care. And like, God, that's kind of harsh for your own sister. No, I have it okay. wrapped up like Accurate. a previous hint told us to in, what was it, wax, <laughs> wax paper? paper? And then you just chunk off the dried off parts and eat that or grate it like, you grate it like Romano cheese and then you eat the red, the middle part. Yes. When it dries out. Yes. We're getting good at this. Fine. Okay, Mom, why don't you pick one? We pretty much know all the household stuff at this point. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick um, six... 11. All right, 611. That's like the most random number I could think of. Next time it's just going to be 123. <laughs> That's the most random number you can think of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't sure what That's also how tall I am, 611. Yeah, Bill's very tall and jacked, if we haven't <laughs> mentioned that recently. <laughs> yeah, Mom's also very tall and jacked. I'm not 611. I'm slightly shorter than that. About a foot shorter than that. I'm five five eleven. <laughs> five eleven. You're what are you six six two? Yeah. Weighing in at six two. Weighing in at six two. I'm five five. Listeners, if you really want to put, put a picture to this face. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> a picture five, to this face. I'm five five and kind of chunky. <laughs> Keep I'm the, six two and jacked. <laughs> Keep the bag clean by emptying it after each use. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Um, every two months, brush the bag inside and out. Never wash it. I I mean, I don't want to talk about what kind of bag I'm picturing, but it sounds painful. Uh, what section are we in? Mother's Big and Little Helpers. How to make your household appliances and kitchen utensils last much I'm longer. I'm assuming they're talking about a vacuum cleaner and bag. And work much better. Because yeah, we, we had that Kirby vacuum that had a reusable bag. It, it, you didn't put replaceable bags in it which was cool except it it's a dusty operation this is weird because the hint before it doesn't look like oh wait it does say vacuum cleaner i'm gonna read the hint before 610 can you mark that off yeah okay but first i'll read 611 again because i was so hung it's up on it i don't feel like i did clean. it keep the bag clean by emptying it after each use every two months brush the bag inside and out never wash it okay yeah that doesn't sound like it i don't think you need to clean your vacuum cleaner bag every time you use it well, now they're I disposable. Disagree. I know, but even if it wasn't disposable, unless they were tiny back then. Yeah, I agree. It seems like that's too often. Because you create a lot of dust when you do that. It's, like, it's unpleasant to clean a vacuum cleaner bag. It really it really kicks up a lot of dust that is like yeah. a, a kind of dust that you don't normally encounter because it's, it's concentrated kind of dust vacuum that, cleaner like, dust. It makes me allergic for two days yeah. and I get close to it. I was on the bus the other day and it smelled, someone smelled like uh, vac- vacuum cleaner dust. Ew. I, it was like, that, that like smelled that bad. Like that heated up dust smell? Yeah, like and it was like, but like a weird, I don't know how to describe it, but it's the only time, because I, I, I recognized the smell and it was bad. It wasn't like horrible, but it was like, I was like, oh, that smells like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Ugh, that's unpleasant. Yeah, it was. Bad idea. Okay. No, the bus is great. I don't know what a bodkin is. Do you want B-O-D-K-I-N? Okay, I'm going to no. read the whole hint and see if we can figure out from context. I'm going to look it up. You can make your own bodkin at home in an emergency by breaking off the point of a heavy darning needle and filing off the rough edge. Hmm. And then it says, in a font that I've never seen in this book before... It's smaller in italic. If there's anything more discouraging than a vacuum cleaner that won't work, well, oh, it says is. Is there anything more discouraging than a vacuum cleaner that won't work? Well, follow these practical hints and your vacuum cleaner will stay faithfully on the job. Oh, it was introducing the next <laughs> the next section. It is all vacuum cleaner hints after that. So everybody, if you want to hear vacuum cleaner hints from 1948, uh, get into the 611 section. Yeah, remember that. Uh Okay, so I'm still confused about the bodkin. Uh, bodkin. Break off a what now? You want to break off uh, the point of a heavy darning needle and file off the rough edge. So a bodkin is a blunt, thick needle with a large eye used especially for drawing tape or cord through a hem. So, oh. like if you needed, had a sweatshirt that lost its cord and you wanted to put it through the hood again you'd use a bodkin okay i've done that i just didn't know what it was called i didn't i didn't do it by breaking off a darning needle i just like put in a bobby pin or something or yeah but paper clip i didn't know that was a real i actually have heard that word before but i didn't have any idea i thought it was like a bodice i was picturing a bobbin (laughs) i think we just sort of like uh (laughs) got close and figured that was right oh okay that's good 
That's good information, everybody. If you need a bobkin, bobkin, bob. Herman, do you want to pick a hint number? Bodkin, B-O-D. What's a bobkin? I don't think a bobkin is a thing. 717. Okay. 717 is Herman's choice. Okay. Kelly's looking it up. That one has not been chosen. Um, I'm sure it's going to be relevant and useful, like all our hints. Some of them are, though, and some of them aren't. About, I'd say about 20% of them are useful. Cut flowers thrive on fresh air. Let fresh air... <laughs> <laughs> Let fresh air into the room where they are kept daily, but avoid direct drafts. It is safest also to keep them away from direct heat as well as from the direct hot rays of the sun. So, so don't put your plant, your fresh cut flowers under a furnace. Also, the don't idea the that sun. you're going to open a window just for your flowers. Do they really need fresh crazy. air? Does that help? I don't think it matters. I don't think they do. Also, you're you're. Humans do so. That sounds like, like one of those things that they If made you up. have a room that's so stuffy that flowers won't live, maybe open a window <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's true. <laughs> maybe stuff got stuffier back then. If your canary's laying on the bottom of the cage. Although I've heard that, <laughs> yeah. in terms of uh, yeah, in terms of uh, houses being stuffy, I've heard that modern houses are actually sealed up so much that they have to build in vents to let air in. But like my house, my house doesn't have that problem. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. But even like single-family houses now are so energy efficient that they don't have air blowing in all the time like mine does. Yeah, like I have a outlet in our basement that feels like somebody's blasting cold air through it in the winter. <laughs> like, like some sort of device made to do that. All right, why don't you pick one, Kelly? I'm gonna pick one twelve. Uh, one twelve has not been chosen. I'm surprised by how infrequently we run into a, a, a duplicate how many do we have like a thousand and eleven or something like that a thousand and three but a lot of them have been crossed three. off because they're um insurance related that was but only like 20 or so right yeah okay a clever woman also <laughs> saves some of her orange and lemon rinds boils them in water for a short time and uses liquid in iced tea lemonade and fruit drinks costs nothing and makes a fine thirst quencher Okay. So <laughs> I um, stunned everyone. It was silence. stunned, and uh, so yeah, you did. A clever woman. Uh huh. So no man. This isn't a man tip. I'll well, this just, book also, isn't for men. I'm gonna sit this one out. And also, dumb girls <laughs> don't can't figure this out. Yeah. Should I read the one before to see if it like relates? No, I think we should always run and boil some. Okay, so say it again. You just boil up your peels. Yeah, boil yeah, you up your like, peels. A you clever like woman a also saves some of her orange and lemon rinds, boils them in water for a short time, and uses the liquid in iced tea, lemonade, and fruit drinks. It's probably so, really good. Like if you make a cocktail, too, you can do that. You can make it... You so can, you're going to yeah. make a, a lemony oil, or it's like a, a twist, citrus oil... Yeah, like having a twist of lemon in a drink. Yeah, but you start with that water instead of plain water. That does sound good. You should try that, Mom. You have a lot of uh, citrus fruits you can waste on this. My only nonsense. thought is you're nowadays. Cl- you're a clever girl. Clever <laughs> girl. Thank you. Nowadays. <laughs> my, my mom's a real clever girl. <laughs> nowadays, though, oranges and lemons have such a coating of wax and stuff on them that unless you get like an organic one, I wouldn't want to boil. I think I can probably get yeah. one here. There's a, the fruit stands here. I don't right. think are any. No. Here is yeah, you could get one out of just a tree process. somewhere, probably. Yeah. Those you know whose tree I can't get one off of? My own. It's dead. Did I, show, did I tell you this? That sucks. Yeah. It's just dead on the door now. Oh, that sucks. Man. You should plant another one now. Yeah. Um, because I don't know what to do about this one because the, the, there's still a lot of bird activity up burn there. burn it. And they still like it. Is so it if, if, it's, if it's dangerous, just cut the top part of it off and leave the bottom part for the birds. It's not dangerous. It's not going anywhere. We'll just leave it lay. Hideously ugly because it's a smack dab in the middle of the front yard. That's fine. You could limit. I don't know. I'm giving you the, all the options. Thanks. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> uh, cancel that uh, arborist that was going to come tell me what to do with my yeah, tree. That's what they. That's all they would tell you. Just save me a couple hundred bucks, Bill. Thanks. We can't even get arborists to come to our house. There's too many. It's too much demand. Really? Yeah. Like we've had, we've called them and they just didn't even call back. Oh, maybe you should be going to arborist school. Yeah. I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid of climbing trees and cutting them down. That's fair. It's scary. Yeah. I don't think an arborist does that. They just hire, they just call a guy. Well, some of them do. 
Yeah, some of them are full service. They and I think like what a lot of old loggers did, and they, all the old loggers are now retired from doing that, so there aren't a lot of arborists. Know, they don't know what's wrong with trees, though. They just don't cut them down or don't cut them down. No, the ar- there are arborists who cut trees also. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of loggers retrain to be arborists because they, you know, they can't log anymore because of those stupid okay. spotted owls. So there's li- liberals and their spotted owls and they're caring about the habitats. The dark, then. All you snowflakes. That's what I say to you. Yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to pick one. Okay. I want to go 888. 888. Luckiest of numbers on this list. Eight's a lucky number in China, I believe. Yeah. Is it? I think so, yeah. There were lots of weddings on October 8th, 2000. Which must make plain crap October, <laughs> August 8th. Jesus, I can't even flip to the right page. Eight. 888. 88. Here we go. A pot without a knob seems doomed to discard until you apply this clever little lifesaver. Push a sharp, pointed screw up through the hole and twist a cork into it. The cork is heatproof. Hell yes. That's a good hint. Oh my gosh. I have a stupid lid without a knob on it. Put a cork on it. I should. I don't think it would stay because it has the screw thing in it still. I could glue a cork to it. Then it would... I don't know. You can work it out, Kelly. (laughs) You can work it out yeah, off you the air. Get the old screw out because it's going. Well, yeah, no. Why wouldn't it stay? Or we could do it while we're talking. Um, <laughs> you're not, now we're. Not, I'm not allowed to talk about stuff. <laughs> it's like you were, I, I'm, I want to know why you think it would, the cork wouldn't stay. Because it doesn't have a pointy. It needs a wood screw, thing. not a bolt. It has a, probably a bolt. It it's. Yeah, that's the hard part. It's a um, Revere pan lid that doesn't have the top on it and i use it still but i just use a um, you should try using a cork a rag when i we have um we have our um knobs on our cabinets that were too the screws were too long or the the bolt part so i but i didn't cut them off i just put corks on them to keep from scratching you when you reach in there that works pretty well oh and they stay they've stayed on for a long time you could probably glue a cork on there (laughs) but that's that's actually i think that's a good idea i think it's the best hint so far the best hint so far. That's of quite today, I mean. Oh, okay. I thought you meant of all time. It's one of the most useful of all time, I think. Because I might actually do that if I was... Uh, I think the one where you break the uh, handles off your cups and make them into noodle cups or whatever <laughs> that was. Yeah, little rice cups. <laughs> My favorite one. Oh, rice cups, yeah. not noodle cups. Okay. Yeah. So Herm- I got one a lot. Herman asked the other day out of it. if he could throw away a mug because it was the handle was about to crack off. And I was like, no, you need to sand that down <laughs> and that's a rice cup now yeah we eat rice out of that cup now that's great um i'm gonna pick another i'm gonna do 777 oh. the other lucky number uh i feel like we did that one i i feel like we did everyone i find this weird like false deja vu today we didn't do 777 okay. did we i can't find I it okay here we know. go <laughs> all right it's if, like i'm in charge of the one thing and i can't figure it out i'm like oh i don't know if your basement <laughs> runs a fever warns a leading furnace company your furnace is sick one of the surest signs of an alien furnace is a hot furnace room you'll find symptoms of it in such details as browned warm air ducts scorched floor joints above the surface <laughs> above the sur- <laughs> furnace jesus christ they're dangerous indications your house burned down the thing, <laughs> the thing to do is not to guess know for sure call in your local heating specialist just as you would call in your doctor to diagnose an alien body his prescription may cost little and save you much in fuel cost and serious accident i gotta say kudos to the writer of this one i like how it's written that was very um it's got quotes Purple around some of the things too. We try to say, the the yeah, it was a lot. Oh yeah, it's written like a script. His prescription. It's also um, I don't feel like if hey guys, if you have a furnace that is scorching anything in your house, your floor joints, uh, yeah. just move out of that house. Children outside and the dog and the cat, and it, then it says, go to a hotel until like it's <laughs> Yeah, it says um, if you see scorched floor joists above your furnace. That's a sign of danger. I'm going to say if you see scorched anything anywhere in your house, that's a sign of danger. There's not really a scorching that should be happening in anywhere in your house. Also, who has a furnace room? Like, this is so out of date. Who has a what? A furnace room. Uh, yeah. I, I, they, and then probably a coal furnace or an oil furnace. Probably coal. People still use coal back then, right? We just have coal delivered. Well, if it was coal, you'd, you'd notice the scorching right away. Probably oil, because then you would... Yeah, it might you know, be oil. Yeah, it could be oil. Because then you would let it scorch, and you wouldn't even know. So it really, uh, 
That's scary. Really makes you realize how great modern technology is that we don't have to worry about our furnace catching our whole house on fire yeah, generally. Not as much. I mean, they still make coal furnaces. It can happen, but. Weird. These two. uh, It looks like coal furnaces dominated home central heating until 1935, when the introduction of the first first forced air air first forced air furnace using coal as a heat source used the power of an electric fan. So, coal furnaces would have still been in use at the time, because it sounds like in the 30s they were using them, and probably in the 40s. I I know that. I'll be switched. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But you just have to have a bunch of coal delivered to your house into your basement. It's weird. Think about. I mean, stop and think how gross that was. My God, I'm surprised anybody did. Everybody didn't die of asthma when they were 20. Well, I think there were just fewer people around, so it was less coal. Like if well, there are that many people using coal house, now, though. well, it would go outside. That's what your uh, smoke pipe was for. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, keep up. Yeah, Did I you do have these think all as someone with asthma, I do think I just wouldn't have lasted very no, long. No, no, it would have been bad. Like a lot of old times. Yeah. A lot more wood burning and coal burning. Because even like when there are forest fires around here. And they're not even around here, but the smoke comes in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is a new thing. It's cool. Yeah, it's sweet. I, I like it. But I can't walk, like, to work without wheezing. Yeah, it it's sucks. pretty bad. Last time that happened, I drove to Oregon, and then we drove to California from there. And it was, there was, uh, this was last summer, there were forest fire smoke from here to, I believe, Eugene, Oregon, or Salem or something. It was, like, wow. it was cloudy all the way down there. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's, it's cool. Got it's, got it's a new thing. Don't worry. I know. The EPA is under control. Everything's going to be fine. They're going to undo all the regulations, and it'll be great. Yeah. Well, if they do more logging, I guess it would probably help. Um, so who's picking one? Me? Yeah. Let's do 940. Okay. You're trying to get more car hints. Yeah, I love car hints. I have a car. I have three cars. I drove the truck over here today because I don't drive it very much. I decided I should drive it here. It's fun. It's fun driving the truck downtown. Well, this one has... Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> A word that still is in your car, probably. If your fan belt is too loose, adjust the tension. Replace entirely if worn or frayed. Depending on how long a loose, slow fan belt is allowed to operate, you can waste a lot of gasoline, not to mention the danger of scored cylinders, undercharged oh, wow. battery, and other damage. <laughs> That's, that is still true. It's not called a fan belt. It's called a serpentine belt or whatever. Okay. You Do you want to say something about that, Herman? He's just like... He just thought it was funny. He's just uh, gesturing wildly at that. (laughs) That was pretty (laughs) wild for Herman. He almost fell out of the hammock, (laughs) to be fair. Uh, I know, I just reversed my... I just no-butted your improv, your theater of the mind. He did a loop-de-loop in the hammock, but he didn't fall out. Um, Yeah, he's good at that. Um, (laughs) So excited about the fan, though. The cat didn't even fall out. um, So, yeah. uh, So, are these... No. (laughs) See, Kelly actually looked. That's how good of an actor I am. She looked to see if the cat was in there, and he wasn't. He usually is. Um, so I, you, we were talking earlier about the clever girl comment. Do you think these are for women to do, or do you think these are for men, or for women to tell their husband, go check the fan belt? And he's like, ah, leave me alone. I'm drinking beer in the yard with a church key. What's a church key? Those things you used like, on the other end of a bottle opener to punch open a can. Oh. Because they used to have pull tabs or tabs at all on the thing. Before they had pull tabs, you had to pop, pop open poke, the can with poke, it poke on both sides. Holes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. I'm surprised nobody's made beer like that, like a cool hipster beer that you have to use a church key for. That's a good. Someone's point. gonna do that. Yeah, you should. You should do it first. Um, you should go start <laughs> brewing put, like, beer when you get home. Just like Rainier in those. Uh, yeah, that's that's totally gonna happen. But yeah, I wonder who those these tips are for because that's a pretty common. I mean, I guess if you had a car and you didn't know how to maintain it because you just took it to a mechanic, that's a good thing to know. I know how to change belts on cars. It's fun. Well, it directs <laughs> you to tell your husband goes. when to do stuff for you, like when okay. to get his little, you know, get his little brother over to move some furniture. That's true, so his kid brother, or having your um, your uh, chimney guy, or whatever it was. There's <laughs> like your chimney yeah, guy. Yeah, while he's up there and have him paint yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think maybe... Chimneyman? I don't know. Maybe women can tighten their own fan belt. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, not... I don't believe that. I also, don't think women are that capable. No. In real they're not modern able to do times. It. They're, but they're just giving you false hope in this book. <laughs> I think um, also that's not enough information on how to do that. There's a lot of procedure that you don't have detailed out there about how to do that. <laughs> it's not like you tighten you like like a belt that you wear where you put you go one more notch on it. <laughs> you have to like figure out how to loosen something and tighten the other thing and loosen it back and tighten it and whatever. It's different on every car, so Yeah. 
everybody out there, look up for your own fan belt how to tighten it. Mom, do you want to pick? Do you want to pick one more? I just uh, sorry, I I was gone. I ran out and tightened the fan belt real quick. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, On the on the uh, Tercel. On the Dragon too. What do you call that car? It's the car. Oh, that's boring. (laughs) We're just going going the car. Yeah, it's got its uh, sticker on the side, the Seahawks sticker. Oh, cool. Cool. That Isaac's brother Henry made. It's big, and it's very distinctive. Some guy went by yesterday going down the road, and he goes. Go Seahawks! Oh, wow. cool. You should uh, oh, take yeah. a picture. I haven't seen that. We haven't. Okay. No. I, I mean, a, I saw it when it was at my house, but I haven't seen it on the car. I was wearing a Mariners yeah. hat in L.A. or in, it was in uh, Laguna Beach, and a guy drove by and like gave me a shout out because it was the day that Ken oh, yeah. Griffey Jr. got in the Hall of Fame. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Bill, I remember you telling a story about being in uh, Mexico oh, and a guy yeah. had a Mariners hat on, yeah. and you were trying to ask him if he likes Mariners. Yeah, like, I was like, "Do you like the Mariners?" And Marineros just means sailors. And I realized I was asking this guy, like, grilling him about whether or not he likes sailors, and he's going, "Yeah, I like, I like sailors." <laughs> like he didn't know it was a Mariners hat. Oh, so I just thought I was like, "Hey, yeah. you, you into sailors?" Or I, so you, you like? I you, guess you like sailors. <laughs> sailors, you've got a hat on. Like you like sailors? Like yeah, yeah, huh? Sure. And then Bill walked away, and the guy was like. Whew. Thought I was getting propositioned yeah. hard, but thank God that guy left. Yeah, and it turns out he just wanted to know adamantly whether or not I like sailors. <laughs> just make sure. <laughs> it was in Veracruz too, I think, where there it's a port, so it's like there are a lot of sailors there. Like yeah. it's not like the, there's a lot of Mexican naval ships there and stuff. And Veracruz is a cool place. It's weird. It's Why a di- it different. I mean, it's a different culturally than a lot of Mexico. It has. It's more of a. Um, it's on the Gulf of Mexico, so it's kind of shares some similarities with New Orleans. Like they drink a lot of hot coffee and milk there, hmm. which is a weird thing that they do on the, for some reason in those areas. And like, um, the music is different. There's a lot more like African descended people there than there in the rest of Mexico because of the remnants of the slave trade that happened. And it was like where Cortez landed, so it's like one of the first places the Spanish ever lived. There's an old uh, prison there from the 1500s off the shore of, or oh, near wow. the shore of, yeah. I didn't go to it, but it sounds nice. Do they still the operate prison. it? No. Oh. It's like Alcatraz where you can go take a tour of it. Oh, okay. But it's like, Sounds yeah. like prime real estate. It's like Alcatraz, but like 400 years older. I guess. <laughs> Crazy. Alcatraz is also prime real estate, like an island. Yeah. <laughs> In San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised somebody, some billionaire hasn't bought it. I'll probably sell it. Yeah. We'll let the uh, parks department sell it now. Or whatever it is. National Park. Well, I'm not sure how it's designated. Doesn't matter. It'll be deregulated and yeah. made available. It's good for business. This will happen during Trump's second term. After he skates from all the whatever he's being accused of. It's going to be fun. All right. Let's see. <laughs> it's my turn to pick a, lo- pick a number. Pick a one. I'm picking... Um, I'm picking numbers... 16. Whoa, oh. early. That is early. That's a real early burly. It's a real cur- curly whirly. <laughs> oh, whoa, that's weird you just said that because it says to prevent steaks from curling when weird. you broil them, score the outer edges of fat with a sharp knife at one inch intervals. This sounds like a good invention to make, Mom. A, a steak scorer for thin, shitty steaks. Yeah, it's like the hot yeah. dog scorer you Kinda heard about steak earlier. curls when you cook it. I think you're yeah. cooking it too much if it's curling. <laughs> yeah, and it's too thin. <laughs> yes. You're buying... It shouldn't have been in the boiler in the first place. Yeah. It's true. I um, um, Yeah, but there's just definitely an invention waiting to happen. I haven't eaten a lot of steaks recently in the last 20 years or whatever, but um, <laughs> my ex-boyfriend one time decided he was going to make dinner and he uh, cooked steak by putting it in a frying pan with oil. Oh, yeah. And just, like, cooked the shit out of Sounds it. That's great. And then he also boiled asparagus and just boiled it till it was, like, so soft. I was like, oh, great. That sounds great. Yeah. It's a, it's a meal fit for a president. He's like, this is how my aunt cooks steaks. I was like, ugh, awful. <laughs> like, you learned wrong. <laughs> it's, like, the easiest thing in the world to cook, too. Yeah, because all um, you have to do is heat it up. Like, yeah, all the flavors like, in it. Like, yeah. you're not doing anything yeah, to it's, the there's steak. Yeah, no, and people love to talk about it, but it's the easiest thing to do. It's like, there's no recipe, really. <laughs> just cook it. Yeah. Just don't over, don't put it in oil on it and don't cook it too much. Don't fry it in oil till it yeah. curls. I think that could, steak curled. Maybe. You could probably cook a, a steak in oil well if you knew what oh. you are doing. But yeah. I, I don't know why you would, but. You also, know. it doesn't need to cook for 
15 minutes in oil. No. <laughs> Let's do number 15, speaking of 15 Ooh, minutes. Because okay. we that's the middle. We did 13, 14, and 16. I want to know what 15 is. Okay. Okay. This sounds like it's right up your alley, Bill, because you're a gravy guy. Oh, yeah, I am. Even leftover meat gravy has its uses. Instead of adding water to the stew or hash after it has done the honors as a roast, use the gravy you have saved, diluting it with water if necessary. <laughs> this is a... Did I a, read that in such a way that none of you can understand it? I or understood just me? it. Okay. I, I, uh, I have a huge problem with this, though, because I don't have saved gravy ever. You eat all the gravy? I eat all the gravy I have all at once. You just drink the rest of it out of the gravy boat at the end I, of the night? And then I make hash and just put water in it. <laughs> There's no such thing as leftover gravy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Instead of adding yeah. water to the stew or hash after it has done the honors as a roast, that's the weird part of that sentence. I don't even understand. I don't understand that either. Like how, what hash does as a roast. Use the gravy well, you, you have, have saved. Leftover roast. Okay. You have leftover roast and then you chop it up and put some potatoes in and now it's hash. Okay. And then what is the... Oh, I got it. Okay, so it's oh, a so leftover I see. They're just, roast. They just worded it super weird. I thought maybe they were at the Friars Club and somebody was roasting somebody and they were distracted <laughs> and accidentally wrote that down, Instead doing the honors as a roast. Accidentally. Use the gravy of save, diluting it with water if necessary. Ooh, Milton Burl's up there right now. I better write this hint real quick. <laughs> well, don't accidentally cook Milton Burl. So, well, okay. Speaking of hot dogs. No shit, Sherlock. See him. Big bone? Yeah, biggest ever, supposedly. <laughs> Not biggest ever, but like legendarily. That's the, like the only thing I know about him. And that he wasn't funny. Uh, he wasn't funny. No, I know. That's I how far a big dong gets you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of potential names of this episode. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to pick one? Or do you, yeah, you pick one, Kelly. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, 131. Is that done? No. But 125 through 130 are. Ooh. We're getting close. Oh. We're really... This is like... You really sank someone's battleship at this point. Easy, helpful tips that give you the light, flaky pie and pastry crusts you want. Always have shortening very cold before using. Use about one-third as much shortening as flour. Mix crust dough the day before baking and leave it in ice box. Roll pastry lightly, using a little flour, as little flour as possible. Roll from the center of the dough out and up, not back and forth. If you can, use pastry clothes cloths. <laughs> oh, man. I thought there was such a thing as pastry clothes. I was getting excited. If you can, use pastry cloths over the board and rolling pin. These lessen amounts of flour needed. I've never heard of pas- pastry cloths. I think it's like a... Uh, no. Yeah, I have. It's okay. like... It's like a sock that goes over your rolling pin. Yeah, it's like a cotton thing that doesn't stick to pastry. Oh. So this is... Um, all very good advice for making crust it's all it all adds up the the ratio of uh flour to shortening i'm not sure i've ever heard but i was just like a lot of one third yeah, as it does. much shortening as flour is that i don't know hmm. a cup of shortening a cup of flour and a third of a cup of shortening i guess it's yeah that's probably about right um yeah i guess it's fine um i guess they know what they're talking about but i was going to say uh i would not go that far <laughs> in terms of i've heard these i've heard these hits yeah, that's true. In terms of like the point of this book, do you think that they're assuming you aren't using a recipe when you make crust? That you just learned it from someone kind of vaguely and they, they're, they're dialing it in a little bit for you? Because it seems like all of those things are in a recipe. Like it's, yeah. it'll say to you, here's how much flour to use. Here's what to do. Make it cold. Use cold water. It doesn't say to use cold water. If you use ice water if you when you're making pie crust, it helps. Well, it says to put it in the fridge overnight. So that would... But I, when you're actually making it, yeah, that's true. Yeah. For using cold water. Well, I when I do pie crust, I do it all in one. Yeah, right before you make um, the pie. What am I trying to say? This is this is the most serious and helpful of all the hints that we've done today. Um, it is. We're just like somberly like, yes, this is correct. <laughs> we take pie seriously pie. in this family. Yeah. Um, I'll be messing around with the pie crust. <laughs> We're well, like I, I, trying to pick it apart. There's just no, there's no flaws in this. You're logic. asking, no, it's there. It's a, it is a helpful solid hint. But you're asking if this would all be in a recipe, and I think having your shortening cold. I've never done that. Yeah. Like I've never had my shortening. I've never seen that as part of a recipe. I have. I've just never done it. Everything then, being cold helps because it. But I know it a lot of times says to put your dough in the fridge before you yeah. roll it out. Yeah. 
You know what they do though? They put that in the bottom of the recipe instead of the top of the recipe. Yeah. So it's like now I'm gonna people are gonna be here in one and a half hours. I don't have one and a half hours to put my well nowadays. Uh, dough in the yeah. yeah chili. I'm having I'm having a pie party in an hour and a half. I don't have time for this. Nowadays, people put a whole uh, a whole big story before the whole thing. They do like, hey, uh, oh, first time I ever had pie was when I was seven years old. Um, Here are 45 pictures I of think, me rolling it out. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's because of Google uh, ranking those pages higher than ones that don't have that. And I've heard that the more, like, there's more ad revenue with, like, how involved with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know why, though. I don't either, but I think they should go back to... Yeah, just give like us the fucking recipe, dude. And, and recipes used to be... There was a time, there was a sweet spot in the internet when you could find any recipe quickly and it was concise and you could find a good one. But now it's like harder than it was, which is insane. That's because you have to go through all the, the Pinterest or whatever the... Yeah, thing. and it's also because... Yeah, I'm like, five stars, can't wait to make this. They do a lot what? more... They do yeah. a lot more um, ranking ahead of the actual... Like, Google will rank things based on uh, things other than popularity or uh, traffic. So they, they rank some things are ads or they have like you know like uh I don't understand how people make I really don't know how 10 million people are making money blogging about their They're probably not and their 10,000 pictures of your goddamn This is what a yeah. bag of flour looks like. I know. This is what a bag of flour looks like now that I opened it. I know. This is what happened when I opened the bag of flour. There's flour all over my goddamn kitchen. There's bugs this in it. This is what happens. <laughs> oh god, I bought pasta the other day, lasagna. Yeah. Costa Rica for you. There were bugs inside the sealed package. Wow. Like they were in there when they made it? I guess. Was it from Costa Rica or was it like Italian pasta? I don't know. I'm going to take a look. Did he use it? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like dried lasagna noodles are probably not really infiltrating Did you eat the bugs? I mean, I'd rinse the pasta off, but... Yeah. Well, I boiled the pasta, so... Oh. It's fine. Bugs and all? I I don't know. I'm going to try to... I let the bugs... The bugs got out. (laughs) What kind of of bugs were they? Little black ones. Oh, okay. They weren't like mealworms. No, that would have grossed me out. Once Andrea was eating uh, peanuts from Trader Joe's and she was eating them and she like spit one of them out and there was like a big, like one of those big mealworms that you buy for like a lizard to eat. It wasn't one of those little ones. It was like a big one. Uh, And they were just crawling with them. She was all right though. She was cool about it. She doesn't freak out about bugs that much. Um, Well, if you're going to be in Costa Rica, you can't forget about bugs or you'll be... We weren't in Costa Rica. We were here. This isn't this isn't the U.S. of A. Let's do two thirty one. Same when I got a okay. lasagna bag full of bugs, I wasn't like freaked out about. It. I mean, I didn't love it, but it's like, well. I think you did love it. Yes. Sounds like you <laughs> loved it, Mom. It sounds like you add bugs to all your pasta. Now. Sounds like you went back to that store and said, "I need the rest of these boxes and this stuff." Two thirty one. All right. Wouldn't it be wonderful? If after getting a tear in one of, in one stocking, you could mate the good one with another orphan of the same shade, yeah, that's exactly what you can do. Collect all your good singles, regardless of their colors, and treat them in a color remover. Yours at the five and ten, then tint with stocking <laughs> dye. Also avail- a- obtainable at the five and ten. All right. Your stockings will emerge in one handsome shade, and you'll have several pairs ready for wearing. This hosiery saver works with silk, rayon, cotton, lissel, or wool. This sounds like a great tip if you have, uh, if you lived back then. I don't think this would work now. No, you can't remove the color from a, a it, sock now. Imagine having to wear stockings just all the time. They're not socks; they're like nylons. Yeah. Oh, okay. But then you, you so get replaced by pantyhose, and then it was. And then, and, and then women were like, "Why? Why are we doing this? We should stop wearing these." Um, yeah. Uh, which is true. Um, stockings, though, you get a run in one, then you got to go to the five and dime. Get yourself a. Uh, what do you? A color remover, and then some stocking dye. For stockings, uh, you know what it is? It's that post-war thing. Because you couldn't well, get stockings during the war. All you have to do is buy the damn things all in the same color. Pick your color and that's true. buy the same color. Yeah. And then when you get a hole in one, you just throw that one away. And well, then you how, got that's true. How many colors did they come in back then? Wouldn't it just be like tan or black? They must have been different colors for different kinds no, of dresses. No, there were different colors. What, like red and stuff? Probably. No, no, no. They're just like... I bet they had red oh. stockings. Oh, well, they probably did. But cocoa brown and, and light tan and like that kind of thing. How do you know what color they had stockings in the 40s? Like cocoa brown. I was, well, when I wore them, it was so goddamn funny. Are you talking about like like little kid ones that you wore? No, 
I'm talking about pantyhose later. Well, this isn't pantyhose. Like, well, it's the same idea. Though. I don't want to hear about damn Coco Brown. Well, I understand pantyhose come in different colors, but it's yeah. we're talking about 1948 here. And I also, it's funny that they had, during the war, they couldn't get stockings. And then after the war, they're just like, well, I guess we have to start wearing stockings again. And so they're just being like, hey, this is kind of nice not wearing these. Is it true that women bare legs. would draw a line on the back of their leg to look like the like sewn the up kind of stockings? I don't I've heard that, but I don't know. I can't. I wasn't actually around in World War II, so I can't. Well, you were. You. you seem to know what color they came in. Coco Brown was one of them. I remember. <laughs> also, I uh, love that band, Coco Brown. I'm gonna see them at Jazz Alley next week. <laughs> uh, that's a local reference. Okay, fine. Uh, so, who was that? What are we doing now? Let's do a couple more. And I should go home. Andrea texted me. Felix is sick, so that's cool. Oh What's man, Felix. He got whatever we had. Andrea and I were both sick. Andrea got something at school and brought it home. Oh. Not to blame her. She didn't hang around those little kids. Yeah, she did say maybe she should stop letting them hold her hand. It sounds like a lot of the kindergartners like her because she's nice. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. They want to hold her hand? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick 525. Okay. 525 is available. All right. Dad Five, over here. He's got the worst 25. cargo pants of all time. Really? You should. I want to see what the worst cargo pants of all time look like. <laughs> now he's mooning me. All right. Like <laughs> 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 this should be a video podcast. Yeah, it should. Right. I wish it was. I wish I knew how to turn it on real fast. Yeah. That was hilarious. Okay. That does sound pretty good. Frequent thorough cleaning of upholstered furniture with a brush or vacuum cleaner attachment is the best moth preventative preventive measure. Don't overlook crevices, back, and concealed sections. Remove slip covers often during the summer and clean the furniture thoroughly. Moths prefer the dark hideaways Jeez. which slip covers offer. Well, I don't you have, to, have to say about this. Don't you dare go forget about the, the crevices. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay. you were going to say don't remove the, the <laughs> slip cover ever. That's on there for a reason. It's so I don't ruin my cat, my wool couch. seems like uh, moths eating. I remember as a kid, there would be like cartoons where, where a moth would eat like a whole sweater or whatever. And the person wouldn't have a, a shirt on or whatever. Like, you know, that kind of trope. Yeah. But, or like a the, holy sweater. That's uh, nothing I've ever seen in my life. And, th- and then I know that you use cedar to keep moths out because they don't like cedar. But I don't remember ever that ever really being a problem, even with wool clothes. Like, mo- is it something that used to happen more than it does now? Let those moths die out or something? I think I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe they don't like synthetic don't fabric, so just not. It's definitely a wool thing, but people still have wool clothes. Like I have wool yeah. sweaters and stuff, and wool. I've had wool clothes throughout my life, but I never had moths eating them. It's weird. I want to look That's it up. A good point. I wonder if it was. It probably just was more natural, cotton and wool and linen and stuff. I guess because there weren't. Um, right, but what I'm saying is, but people still have wool clothes, and it doesn't seem to be a problem anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Like, I, I wear a wool suit every day. Are those... I wonder if... I <laughs> Bill's jacked and wearing my, a wool... My sweatsuit is wool. wool. I didn't shirt. mention that. Yeah, I have a wool shirt on. <laughs> wool sweatpants. Wool. you imagine they used to play baseball in wool uh, uniforms? It's crazy. In the summer. Wow. Babe Ruth would be out there sweating up a hangover, eating hot dogs, and, like, just banging home runs. you imagine how good he'd be now? They made him work out. <laughs> Instead of just well, getting drunk all the time. In his, in his hot dog score before he cooked it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm sure they had like he was he had, he made like a hundred thousand dollars a year, so he was was the richest person anybody ever heard of. <laughs> it's funny when you hear that he signed a contract for forty thousand dollars a year, and then it's like, oh, is that a lot? Or? <laughs> um, I think we should have a new segment called the dumbest new invention you can find. I do too. I, I like oh, that. That's a great with idea. The, with the juicerator. That Ju- the juicero. The winner. That's a famous one. Yeah. Though there are dumber ones. I actually. Um, I, I don't want to, uh, like... Use it up? No, I don't want to say this is a bad idea, but there's a podcast called Your, Your Kickstarter Sucks that's really good, and it's uh, they just talk about Kickstarter projects that are stupid. And they, oh. have, they have all kinds of them, like just all kinds of stupid shit. A lot of dumb card games and, uh, like, uh, smart devices, that like a smart water bottle that'll tell you when you need to drink more water and stuff. Those are popular things, actually, but, like, just that kind of dumb stuff. Tells you when you need to drink water? Yeah, like, it'll register how much water you've had until you need to drink more water or whatever. Like, just I there's, there's a lot of stuff that... 
natural selection situation. I, know. I don't think you should be allowed to have that. Well, there's that whole thing that the um, the raw water that I think it was the same people, the Juicero people that did it, that were selling just like creek water that wasn't filtered or anything. Oh yeah, it was that, more, really super expensive, and people were drinking it. I read that story in the New York Times or whatever, where they're yeah they're getting it from like spring water up in the mountains, and they're like. But saying that it's alive still because it hasn't been processed, but yeah. it, like will totally get algae in it if you let it sit around. But that's inventing by way of prevent, like undoing modern technology. And then they're making that's, up all the health benefits of it. Like, yeah. no, your your body needs this natural water, and all doctors and scientists yeah. are like, yeah, that's how you're gonna, you're going to get a weird disease. From that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's why we that's why we have water filters. Yeah. It's going to be called Giardia, and you're not going to love it. And they should be inventing ways for people to, like, they should be, like, figuring out a way for people to not to use water bottles or buy water at all. Not having it, like, worse water that'll make you sick. It's called a faucet in a glass. Well, but you can't take a glass with you to the gym, for example. They have water at the gym. It's called a water fountain. But you can also, yeah, people, but you can also have water bottles that are sustainable and whatever, and sell those instead of here buy a throwaway bottle of creek water that'll make you have the shits real bad <laughs> um so yeah, yeah. I, the I cleanse i'm on i mean like like our kids take water to school and they just have refillable water bottles like you can't send a kid to school with a glass and have them drink out of a glass at school you'd give them a water bottle well, it's fine out of the goddamn water fountain this yeah. whole idea that nobody can people wash their balls in water fountains though yeah water fountains are kind of gross yeah they're pretty gross you don't, <laughs> you don't give, give a shit, a shit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to Westlake and have you drink out of a water fountain there. See what happens. Okay. You love it. I'm gonna get Giardia probably. You get worse than that. Is... Yeah, you'll get like <laughs> like hobo balls. You're gonna get crotch rot is what you're gonna <laughs> yeah, get. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a really bad case of it. Is crotch rot a real thing? I mean, is it an actual no. disease or can it, can can My crotch rot? My friend growing up, his mom told him he had to wash his balls or he'd get crotch rot. <laughs> I like that that has to be a threat of a disease rather than just like the logic of that being a good idea. Yeah, that's like I ah. Know who it is too? I you do. What's the first letter? What's the first is. letter of the name? Uh, D. <laughs> yep. And D. <laughs> D and D. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Crotchrot. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gross. But I think I, I, I was going to search for it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to le- sit this oh, one out. Oh, you're not going to. I'm not looking up. Just turn it on images and search. I'm not looking up crotch rot on, <laughs> on, on this to see if it's real. That's a good idea. All right, let's. Images would be. That'll make you wash your balls. Let's do. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more. Who wants to do it? Uh, I do. I didn't get to do very many. Okay. Did I? Go I ahead. Okay. Um, two, two, two. I would say that. Of- that's mom's favorite drug. Um, two twenty twos. I told you about the when we went to Canada, right? Yeah. Oh, and they made you uh, leave some of them at the border or something. I don't know why you call them 222s because I don't remember them ever being called that. I think they were when I was really little, but now they're just called Tylenol with codeine. I think it was like a brand name or something. It must have yeah. been. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think we made it up. It was I don't think you made it up either. I wasn't accusing you of that. Don't you dare accuse me. <laughs> don't you dare yeah. accuse me of not vacuuming my... Your crevices? I think I noticed a lot of dark crevices on your couch. Didn't seem to have been vacuumed lately, and I think you left the slipcover on, so... Also, was a slipcover over your whole couch at that at that point? Yeah. It must have been, like, it was like a like a cloth one that you... I've had those before yeah, like when I was... couch shape. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I've had one on an old crappy couch before. Yeah. They never worked must be worked a preventative well. thing, no. Yeah. I've seen them on new couches that come with... I've seen them designed for a new couch that it's on and it, that it's fine and they actually fit it well. right yeah. that makes sense yeah. they must have yeah. done that that makes sense yeah yes. that sentence worked out right no, we understood um, so let's okay. do let's do this one last one unless it sucks then we'll do one until we get a good one okay you don't have to wear stretched or shrunken sweaters if you use the shape preserver before washing lay the sweater out flat on a clean board or large piece of clean paper not newspaper outline the correct shape of the sweater with rustless pins when the sweater is ready to be dried after washing lay it within the outline and pin it down so that it will dry to exact size and shape wow that, i mean that that makes sense but it, it seems like wearing clothes was such a pain in the ass back then <laughs> like everything was just like like a multi-step process just yeah. to wash it like sewing the buttholes closed and <laughs> i actually remember i took um Oh, home ec in junior uh-huh. high. And that was one of the things she taught us was with a wool sweater to um, outline it and then 
lay it down flat to dry. That makes sense. And like stretch it back to the right shape. Well, that part makes sense. If moths don't eat it first. Pinning it down seems extreme. I don't think that's necessary. Well, if you're pinning it to a piece of paper, I think the sweater's going to win that battle. Yeah. I was yeah, going to use newspaper the until paper? they said not to. I don't know. But if, if it's going to shrink, it's going to take the paper with it. Yeah, that's true. The paper's, the paper's not going to hold a wool sweater. Seems like you should just no, get if it. the pins go into like a table underneath it, maybe. But then also, then we need a hint on how to fix all our pinholes from our And our also, table. it seems like pinning a sweater to stretch it out would make certain like loops come out. Yeah. So that's a problem. Well, that was a great no, one. Good. We should end on it for sure. <laughs> um, I don't like that yet. Uh, Ernst. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this. I need to work it in more naturally, though, and talk about Ernst. I do think we should start calling We should try to get that noise that your throat makes or called an Ernst or Ernsting. Okay. And just try to spread that around because it doesn't have a name, I don't think. It probably does, like, like in a medical sense, but I don't think there's people call it a thing. <laughs> medical sense. Yeah, yeah. If you went to your doctor and you're like, this keeps happening, they'd be like, oh, that's a... Yeah. Room stack. And he's like, yeah, I've been Ernsting a lot. And they'd be like, what? And he's like, you know, this happens. And then they go, I, I've never heard of it called that before. And he'd say, well, it's a regional term. That's <laughs> what so we call it here. Um, here's a hint about mattresses. Don't sit on the edge of the mattress. Never bend or roll an inner spring mattress. Never beat or stand on end. That was 536. <laughs> Don't sit on the edge of your mattress. That's extreme. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not good. That's, uh, that's a bad hint. What do you think of the mattresses made out of that you can't sit on it? Horsehair. Horsehair. Well, it has. Is that a real thing? I wonder. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but it's probably from hundreds of years ago. You would die on a horsehair mattress. You're allergic to horses. Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah. Even a straw does. mattress would be a problem for me. Well, for one thing, they poke you. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it, I think I think like I think a straw mattress was probably a replacement for sleeping on straw, and straw was a replacement for sleeping on dirt, and then a horsehair mattress was a replacement for a straw mattress. No, it's a replacement for sleeping on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so disappointing because it's not warm. The horse is standing up, and you're just trying to sleep on it. No, no, horses lay down when they sleep, don't they? Yeah. Do they? I don't know. Sometimes. Like cows. Oh, you know what? I have an update. Okay. My favorite comedian, who's Nate Bargate. Bargates. Bargatesy. Bargatesy. Yeah. Okay. It's Bargates. It's not. It's Bargates. Okay. He has a bit about how his name is pronounced, but okay. (laughs) And it's not. I was watching. I was watching the stand-ups on Netflix or something. Part of Netflix. Yes. And he was on it, and they said, "Welcome, Nate Bargate." Bar. What did he say? Bargatesy. Well, Bill just said he has a bit about how his name is pronounced. Well, I need to find that and look at it because I, he's my favorite comedian. That's your update as you don't quite know how his name's pronounced or... Yeah, what was the update? His name isn't Bargates, it's Bargatze. God, try to keep up, people. This isn't that hard. That was the update? Yeah. Yeah, try to keep up. Did you listen to the one where we talked about this? No. Okay. Because <laughs> there's, one, there's one that has one of his bits in the middle of the episode that I took off of YouTube. Yeah. So go listen to that. I think he says his name in it. I don't think it's Bargatze. Because I think uh, that's what I thought it was, but I think it's Bargates. Well, I bet that announcer at the comedy club got fired then. Probably not. I think they probably have a pretty secure job. They're probably the owner. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good update, okay, Mom. I, Thanks for that. I'm glad, you, uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, like, screaming oh. to a halt. It's great. <laughs> it's too late. Right, you can't take an update back. We, we now we all know. This, listen there was to it. Too much information. You want us to bleep no, no, your update uh, out so that everyone thinks you're talking about sheep effing? Yeah, we could do that. No, Kelly, goddammit. I think my part is please. pretty good. I could put that in there. Oh yeah. Hold on, I think I have the my phone. Kelly's uh we'll cut this part out. So well, the uh, fact that it doesn't record is my favorite part. No, that was that was a different thing. Kelly's got it. We can plug it into the board next time, so we can have a. We, can, we should make a soundboard, or I should, of stuff we've all said, like Ernst Herman's balls. I think my fart is pretty good. Wait, mom's calling Kelly on the phone. It's weird. Separately from. <laughs> I am. She, she must have it turned out. Yeah, I don't know if you pocket dialed her or what, but. So my phone's not no. even within reach of. No, it's it's right. ringing. I don't know. Oh. This is. I'm really trying. I'm really trying to do this. I'm really trying hard, <laughs> and it's not working. It's, so cute. it's like <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. This is great. I'm glad we kept doing this. I was trying to wrap it up, trying to get you to say umpire pants out. Didn't happen. Then you gave us an update. There was nothing. Oh, <laughs> Kelly's. You must have sat on it. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, that's a weird thing to call and say. 
Why don't you say, let's just pretty say it again. Pretty, pretty good. Mom, why are you saying this into the phone and not into the mic? Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so great. That was so worth it. It's totally worth it. All right. <laughs> I think the fact that I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about is. Thanks for. Uh, I don't know why you don't have any idea because it was you saying it. Did you tell them to start hammering again? Because they are. You should go fire no. them. Yeah, I should go fire them. How dare you do your job in this sweltering sun on yeah. Sunday? We're paying you $6 an hour. an hour. Yeah. Don't tell them I said 6 All right, let's wrap <laughs> this up. I got to go home. All right, go home. All tell right. Everybody, hi. Especially my smart cat, Simon. You're not going to bait me into oh. talking more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, umpire pants out. <laughs> <laughs>